Hello, and welcome to Artie Within. We typically dive into these episodes and get to know the behind the scenes, the whys, and we'll get to that. But I think we should first start with a moment to center ourselves and a moment to set aside the day. And I want you to try and find a way to get to this moment. And I want to sit here for a few breaths. you've arrived and can accept whatever comes next with openness and kindness I, I think it's good to have a moment of gratitude for that it's good that you got here because in today's episode we're gonna talk about meditation we're not only gonna get into why it matters how it got here but I think it's important to have a few practices in your tool belt, and then also, it's good to have a grounding practice too. And if you don't have one, we're gonna find out what that looks like for you today. Welcome to Already Within, the podcast from and for millennials designed with a new age twist on holistic health. We provide tools and practices to help facilitate self-growth all while curating spaces for people to connect and share their most authentic self. Our goal is to make an honest impact on wellness culture and to help people feel better about themselves. We launch new episodes every Thursday and can be found educating the internet on TikTok. We love sharing in this journey with you. But now, now it is time to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and let's get to work. And meditation is what they call the great teacher. But I think in order to know where you're going, you have to know where you've been. So let's talk about some history. Anywhere from 5,000 to 3,500 BCE, they found some paintings that used familiar meditative lotus poses. Now a lot of time passed when it came to America in 1893. So a Hindu speaker, Vivekananda, came to the World Parliament of Religions and shared his love and passion for meditation and said it's accessible to everyone including people outside of the Hindu religion. Now, this was 1893, but it didn't become popular until the 1960s when Mahesh Yogi started training the Beatles on transcendental meditation. Over the years, many branches have come out of meditation, mainly focused on religious beliefs and geographical location. Some of the most popular practices are Judeo-Christian. The tradition overlaps between prayer and contemplation. The Hindu tradition is yogic meditation with a concentration on one single object. The Buddhist tradition is the most familiar, where the value is more on awareness and reaching a level of enlightenment. They've got several forms for Buddhist tradition. One we'll touch on a bit later is called Vipassana. But now that we know how meditation got to be and how it has evolved over time, I want to go into some resources and practices to help you in your day-to-day that you can start today, you know. To give some of my backstory, I started bringing the concept of meditation into my psyche probably about five years ago. At that point, I was like, oh, this sounds like a really good idea. I saw the benefits and at that point, I tried. I really tried. I got the apps. I tried literally every app. I felt myself not sticking with it. And I think that's a different problem, but 
essentially it gave me some sense of, oh wow, there's more out there. There's a deeper understanding that you can achieve. And it just opened this like door, just like this much. But the door didn't stay open for long. On and off for years was not really making a lot of progress. Even during the first like year and a half of my healing journey, nothing, not a lick of meditation. <laughs> But I had this revelation revealed to me recently and it was along the lines of meditation is my gift to you. And I'm like, who gifts somebody meditation? <laughs> it's a weird gift. <laughs> and then it started coming more up on my For You page. It started showing more up around in my life. And I'm like, mm, maybe I should give this some credence. But I started with the apps. So if you feel like that's a good place for you to start, I encourage you to do so. Find a speaker that really resonates with you that you can listen to their voice for an extended period of time. But if not, I recommend some books. If you're on Book Talk, you know that Kathleen Hoover is just dominating, but I have two new ones for you. <laughs> so the first one that I want to encourage you to try is Lunchtime Enlightenment. It's by Pragita Dove. This one has some of the practices that we're gonna be talking about today. It's more about the way that you do something instead of the actual act of it. So the next book we have is Mindfulness in Plain English. It's by Bhante Gunaratana. A masterpiece is on the title. I mean, it just might be. Game changer, rearranger over here. This is one that I will buy at the end of it. I guarantee it because I wanna go back and read it again and just highlight the crap out of it. It's that good so far. As I was reading this book, a quote stood out to me and I wanted to share it here. It says, Meditation properly performed prepares you to meet the ups and downs of existence. It reduces your tension, your fear, and your worry. Restlessness recedes and passion moderates. Things begin to fall into place and your life becomes a glide instead of a struggle. All of this happens through understanding, end quote. And the numbers prove it to be true. Meditation improves anxiety levels 60% of the time, and meditation can also reduce the wake time of people with insomnia by 50%. But it also holds true for me too. I had to ask myself, what does meditation look like in my daily life? And I came up with a few things that are moments of my awareness. It looks like crafting a space that's conducive to the mood I desire. It's pausing for a brief moment to recenter myself. It looks like going on a walk during lunchtime. It looks like taking a break during a task when I feel my energy shifting and taking a deep breath in. But as I said earlier, I wanted to give you some practices to put in your tool belt for when you have a little extra space and you want to explore meditation a little bit further. The first is more of a reminder. I don't have it on today, but I usually wear my Apple watch and that reminds me that I need to take a breath, take a moment to breathe. The second is post-its on your desk or on my whiteboard. Then also an interesting one is a chime or something that you see fairly often. So if you're at a red light, you pause and you meditate. If you hear a certain sound go off, you pause and you meditate. But some of my favorites land at movement. I tend to find this as my default way to meditate. I'm high energy and need a place to release some of that sometimes. So for me, that looks like yoga, walking, biking, dancing. But for others, it can look like hiking, swimming, any kind of activity where you can feel movement in your body. It's interesting because I would have never been the person to be like, yeah, yoga. <laughs> it does two interesting things. It forces me to be present in my body and at the same time be present in the moment. I do biking when I'm trying to process a lot of anger or really heavy, deep emotions. I do dancing when nothing else feels right. 
and I often walk to find clarity. No matter what the end result is of the movement, the important point is that it forces you to look within. It has the ability to at least. The next is mantras and humming. So this one is something I want to explore more. I've found mantras are really helpful for me to get an idea to stick. There's this choir on Spotify and I'll link it in the show notes, but essentially that gave me my first real experience of mantras. So it's not your traditional, I am smart, I am beautiful, I am smart, I am beautiful. You know, it's different. It's got a little more complexity to it. But one that I have been finding is truly beneficial is breath work. It's so interesting because I would not have thought of this to be something that would grab me. I've learned in the short amount of time that I've been doing it is breath work gives me control back. It centers me and it also gives me space, which is interesting. So when I feel my ribs expand, I feel like I'm gaining back some sort of space. I learned some of the practices through this book, How to Breathe by Ashley Neese. It's not like a read front to back kind of book. It is a find what you need breath work for, what type of emotion or feeling you have, go to that and practice that. So it's more of a resource book than anything. And this is also the most common thing that people think about with meditation is breath work. And that stems from Vipassana traditional Buddhist meditation, which is watching the breath. I think it's important to know that between 200 to 500 million people practice meditation globally. And why not be a part of that statistic? If you've got a few extra minutes, let's say five. I want you to hang on and follow me through this meditative practice. So there'll be three layers that you can listen to. The one will be my breath. The second will be the voiceover of guided practice. And then finally will be the music bed. Whichever you're drawn to, gravitating toward, follow that. When you do this practice by yourself, I encourage you to set a timer. I personally tend to find myself trying to exit before the timer completes, and it keeps me honest. So without any further ado, let's shift the energy here. Whatever you came into this practice with today, I want you to leave it in the past moments. I want you to allow yourself to be present here. So if you're anxious or doubtful or scared or tired, leave it. And meet yourself on the mat in this space, in this practice. So I first want to start by Closing your eyes and allowing yourself a really big, deep breath in and exhale. Deep breath in. As you're sitting at the bottom of that exhale, stay in that space for an extra moment. And then regulate your breathing to normal. If you've come into this session with a bit of weight, let's start to release and drop that weight. 
drop your shoulders. Allow your posture to rise to the crown of your head. Sit with a bit of intention here. And release everything that feels tense and heavy. direct you back to that breath for a moment. Keep your attention there. On your inhale, count to four. Hold for two. And exhale for four. Repeat this for a few breaths.
as you go into the rest of your day, I hope you take this calm with you. Remember these moments as baseline. Until we meet again, love you. Have a good rest of your day.